I will always encourage young entrepreneurs to kind of clear their their um, their palate, their their lifestyle palate, their their kind of re- responsibility palate for the opportunity and the gift of entrepreneurship. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast and have a very special guest on the show today. I have Scott Wayman of Kangaroo Time. Scott, it's awesome to have you on the show. Great to be here, Gresh. Appreciate you having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on and you're doing awesome work and and super excited to hear more about all that, all, all the awesome things that you're doing. So before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Scott. And Scott is the founder and CEO of Kangaroo Time, the leading software for ch- child care centers and preschools. A passionate entrepreneur, Scott spent more than a decade working with many healthcare systems across the United States and enjoyed founding a successful healthcare inf- informatics business, MedStreaming. And in 2015, as a young parent guardian, Scott was was inspired to found Kangaroo Time when he discovered that many of the groundbreaking technologies being used in health systems and phys- physician offices could greatly benefit child care owners and leaders in, er- in the early education industry. He designed Kangaroo Time to bring the same efficiency to, to child care and to give child care pro- professionals the tools to scare their classrooms, automate their business, and better communicate with the families they serve. Scott has won numerous awards with Kangaroo Time at Tech Week LA as a finalist slash runner-up as a Vader Splash LA champion and as a member of the year four cohort of winners at 43 North. Formerly a resident of Los Angeles, California, Scott relocated himself in kangaroo time to Buffalo, New York in 2018 after winning the 43 North competition. And he has become one of the most well-known entrepreneurs in the area and works closely with the entrepreneurial community in Buffalo to provide mentorship and insight. And when he's not coming up with new ways to improve the world around him, he enjoys cycling, brewing beer and being a devoted husband, doc lover, and of course, prankster. Scott, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I think so. I think I am. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on uh, it a little bit. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Sure. Yeah. So, so my CEO story started in, you know, the early years. Um, I had a lawn service at, at eight or nine years old. Um, I hauled a, a, a clunky lawnmower around the neighborhood, would knock on doors. Uh, that grew into to numerous ventures in college. Uh, I expanded that. Um, I founded a company called Mighty Man. Uh, it was the largest lawn service in my college town from, from about 10 months from the day I started it. So, nice. so it was myself and one of my teammates in college, I, I played two sports uh, and we were able to kind of, we couldn't work, which was part of, part of our scholarship, but, but nobody knew if we were out uh, uh, doing landscaping, uh, helping people with their, their, their lawns, their businesses. Uh, and, and the entrepreneurship bug just kind of bit me then. So I uh, graduated college in 1997. So, so, you know, a long time ago, I moved to to Southern California and started my career with the enterprise rent-a-car, 
um, and which which kind of which is a great Fortune 500 quotes in the air corporate America experience. Spent my first six years there. Again, um, there's entrepreneurship just kind of built end to um, to their uh, management training experience. Uh, I became an area manager in in record time. I loved my my journey at Enterprise, and then moved on to healthcare and software sales. Uh, for a few more years after that, before uh, Yl Alsady, the founder at Medstream, he asked me if I could come over and help him create a new business unit, which which I saw as a great opportunity. Um, saw as a, a wonderful kind of uh, dip the toe in the water uh, opportunity to to try out entrepreneurship. Now started there, did not have a salary for the first year and a half. Um, went to my wife and said, but when he asked me to do this, said, yeah, I'd like to quit my job, um, go down to, to zero income and, and see if we can't make this work. We were in a position to do that. Um, dual income family, uh, super supportive um, slash borderline crazy uh, uh, supportive wife. Um, and that started my journey in 2007. So, so learned a ton. Um, by the end of my journey at MedStreaming uh, in 2015, I had launched 19 different products in our ambulatory software division. Uh, I had become an entrepreneur. So uh, I, I wasn't one of the founders. I wasn't part of the founding team. I was employee number eight or nine, uh, depending on who you ask. And, uh, and was, was given the reins to kind of build a part of the business and do something that I'd always wanted to do. 2015 rolled around. Um, I, I exited med streaming, uh, went, went to the team there and said, I'd like to do something else, had full support. And that's when Kangaroo Time was started. So uh, founded Kangaroo Time in 2015, went on this uh, really fun ride with, with building a company, hiring our first few employees, getting those first few customers, running out of capital, being desperate, so desperate that we had to enter into a pitch competition, which is called 43 North. Um, and they, they award a top prize of a million dollars. And then they award seven more companies with half a million dollars. Uh, we were very fortunate uh, on fumes about to run out of money and I'm, I'm, I'm stage left um, at the contest and, and they announced Kangaroo Time had won one of the $500,000 awards. Um, just a crazy whirlwind experience. Uh, moved the company to Buffalo as part of my contract for winning 43 North, thinking, oh, we'll only have to be here a year, then fell in love with the city of Buffalo, the people, we now have about 40 employees in the city of Buffalo, and we are one of the, the great stories of 43 North, which also includes companies like ACV Auctions, which is a unicorn, Squire, um, who, who Dave and Song were in my cohort and are good friends of mine. They just raised $60 million. I'm so proud of them. Uh, but being part of this big community and this crazy journey uh, has been something else. And also to see a city like Buffalo, which was a Rust Belt um, casualty, uh, starting to rise out of the, that experience.
Um, I wanted to hear a little bit more about kangaroo time and what you feel kind of maybe sets you apart and makes you unique. I know I touched on it a little bit in your bio, but could you take us through a little bit more on how it works and what exactly it does and what you feel kind of sets it apart? Yeah, so so traditionally childcare, if if you drive around your your you know 10 mile radius from your home, you probably have hundreds of childcare centers in in your within your proximity. Um, you look at them, they, they always have kind of this like cute, um, child oriented marketing, you know, they'll be called so, and, and internally, our customers know this, we will, we will come up with kind of ridiculous names for their names and, uh, and, and, and almost, almost make, you know, just tease them a little bit about how, how kind of corny, um, and cute and delightful their names are. Um, and when you when you dig into the business, these businesses are a bit more dynamic than what people think when they're driving by and they see balloons or doodle bugs or, um, you know, hands or, or uh, you know, whatever the marketing name is uh, associated with the business. But they are complex and they have interesting revenue cycles and they're antiquated and they're a large portion of how our world operates uh, from an economic standpoint. In fact, this latest tranche of stimulus dollars, what a, a big part of it was dedicated to childcare. And what we found out through COVID and what we knew all along, and I, I think what the rest of the world and the American public is learning is how critical our childcare needs are in being met to drive things like economic growth, employment, growing business, um, it, it's absolutely essential and nearly as essential as our frontline uh, healthcare workers. So, so started started. I got introduced to this space in 2001 when I adopted my youngest brother Chase. Chase was attending an after-school program, and in the summer was uh, attending long daycare. So. Um, I was working a single parent needed this to leverage early education. The business that we used in Texas, in Dallas, Texas, uh, where I lived at the time, was like 90% of our customers before we meet them. They were under-equipped and they were in the business because they love children. And, and the prioritization with how they operate has to do with culture, quality of education, their thesis of what they do in the classroom. So, so what they do on the business back end or in their revenue cycles is often ignored. Uh, and knowing this, uh, I worked with the owner of Chase's Child Care Center and um, helped them implement billing and uh, a few other systems only because I love software and only because I, I was just kind of a geek or a nerd. And because the couple that owned this business, they were near my age and they were struggling and they, they had told me, they had billed me wrong a few times. So I'd gone in and said, what's, what's going on? You promised me it'd be 125 a week for after school. And you just, you just gave me a, a bill for double that. And, uh, you know, with their head in hands, um, with, with frustration, they, they told me they didn't have any systems. Um, in 2001, that was prior to, to many of the vertical software as service gateways that you'll see today. Um, 
and we are one of a few now, uh, but, but we're very different in that uh, we build an all-in-one platform. So when a customer onboards with Kangaroo Time, we automate their, their revenue cycles. So if they're spending 10, 15 hours in billing a week, we'll take that down to, to less than five minutes typically. Um, and then we built tools that allow them to communicate, that allow our centers to communicate with parents. And then that evolved into a classroom platform that teachers use on tablets. So as children are doing things in the classrooms, the, the teachers are documenting that and they're sharing that in the same app that parents clock in and clock out their children into school with that they make their payments on that they chat and communicate with parent or sorry, with their teachers. Um, so in that app, they're getting this real rich multimedia feed. So, so we went from recognizing that there was a backend business issue and a lot of time spent in the revenue cycle and then landing and expanding our, our products over the last five years to, to building out an all-in-one. I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, so so I believe in creating a culture around relent, relentlessness for creating an experience for your customer that's unbelievable. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I will always encourage young entrepreneurs to kind of clear their, their, um, their palette, their, their lifestyle palette, their, their kind of responsibility palette for the opportunity and the gift of entrepreneurship. And, and one, one of those things is being very smart uh, with interpersonal relationships. So surrounding your people that will support you and that will allow you to, uh, to, to do something that's ridiculously overpriced, uh, which is starting your own company. Um, the other thing is uh, assuring that you tie up loose ends before you start the journey. I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Scott, what does being a CEO mean to you? Uh, being a CEO means that you are committed to learning, uh, learning for a lifetime or for as long as you, you own the company. Definitely appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and to find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Uh, for those of you that, uh, that, that aren't super familiar with Kangaroo Time, please uh, hit our website, kangarootime.com and look at our blog. So it's, it's a, it has many resources for those uh, entrepreneurs that we serve, but it has some great content. So we'd love to have you follow uh, and, and keep track of us for sure. Awesome. 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 I truly appreciate that, Scott. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And, and I, I love that last point. It kind of 
reminded me of something I heard about where the, the sign of power, um, a sign of success is not a rock. A lot of times people think it's by force by which people reach success, but a lot of times people say it's water and having that fluidity and, and thought and, and of course that openness to be able to change and adapt and to grow. That's when you really get to go to that next level because you're not hundred percent prepared for everything that happens because it's impossible to be but you are prepared in order to change and know that you have changed and open to doing that so i love that last point i appreciate you for sharing that with us appreciate your time of course and i hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by cb nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.